Good evening, everyone, my fellow friends and citizens. Here we are running the play for another month of the year, and this happens to be our beloved August. The 1940s remind me of the struggles faced by the future citizens of India and Pakistan as newly independent countries by August 1947 that are shaping the modern era diplomacy of Southeast Asia. The 1960s reminds me of the decolonization process that happened in Africa and the struggles faced by the modern, state, modern day states of Madagascar, Mozambique, and Sierra Leone, along with many other nations that are sh shaping the current diplomacy of Northern and Southern Africa. Nations that are shaping the current nations uh, hailing from East and West Africa. Something that cannot be deemed as non-existent and must be endorsed, recommended, and worked to establish such relations with. But at what cost of suffering and economic turmoil do these economy do these countries need to suffer? Suffer before they see collective suffrage and progress of human rights like we see of those in European and North American countries? How many more people does West Africa need to be left with no jobs and the security of their futures? How many more people need to die in starve or fam famines and natural disasters that that happened out of their own control? The countless numbers of the struggling ones are just on the rise, and history testifies that the rates will continue to escalate if actions are not taken on behalf of citizen volunteers and volunteered armed forces through peacekeeping units. Similar to Pakistan and India, there are citizens right now in other parts of Asia and Africa that have bare minimum access to health care, education, and the right uh, the, the access to health care, education, the right to living free and strongly independent without disparity because of themselves being rich or poor, being abundant or lack of food and shelter security. That's where we can come in to empower such projects and work to build, bring a better change for Africa and newly innovative sectors. My plans to lead an empowerment project for a better Africa and for the next decade and beyond include the following. Paving the way to investing in the foreign exchange and cryptocurrency monetary exchanges through direct and peer-to-peer -peer interactions of learning this, learning this valuable trade trading skill set. Opening up a future academy dedica dedicated to young cadets and adult leaders about aerospace and how they can get involved in conquering the challenges of space, space flight and settlement. And introducing community service projects dedicated to providing high energy job opportunities both for women and the youth, as well as programs dedicated to building and maintaining eco-friendly ecosystems in their natural habitats to preserve the beautiful Africa we know from watching the snapshots of wonderful fishes, elephants, and other organisms in this in those documentaries we usually watch for our schools watch for our science classes at school. That's just the beginning of the Cadillac of plans, but that's what I would like to focus on providing back. So far the United Nations peacekeeping forces have been instrumental in delivering changes back toward protecting civilians and unarmed citizens from armed conflicts occurring in the region, with Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, formerly East Pakistan, and Korea, making up over the commitment from about 90,000 personnel. And much of the peacekeeping efforts have been strived and, um, have been strived and achieved in the, in the recent 40 years, from 1981 till the present. That's really remarkable. If peacekeeping persists, it is estimated that another 3 million more Women will be able to secure their rights to vote, get an education, acquire good-paying jobs for themselves and their families. Another 5 million and more children will be able to go to school and become productive members of our society through these peacekeeping operations. And that's what I will look forward to partnering with multinational organizations such as USAID and the United Nations, as well as many others, in order to achieve the plans I've just shared with you all. 
This is voluntary, but it is a necessity for the survival of mankind, the resource depicting, depleting the issues of many African nations um, isn't sustainable at the moment. So we must act right and shape, right to shape. So we must act right to shape it sharp. I look forward to shaping this, sharing the specifics of the plan for African empowerment in the near future, and it will touch upon more of the initiatives than I have announced here today. This weekly address is is more than just descriptive from a personal level of mine, as I believe wholeheartedly for the humanity that deserves to be respected among all of my African brothers and sisters living here in the United States and nations outside of Africa. Africa has told and struggled from exploitation and tyranny for centuries and years, and we and now we have to ensure that its citizens are well on track to, to transition toward a greater ladder of this century and the upcoming 22nd century by providing meaningful resources and initiatives that will give them the electricity they need, the schools they need for their children to succeed and attain the highest ranks among many in their respectable fields, and of course, the ability to send at least one man to space from their own countries through aerospace education initiatives. Speeches were given by many leaders and other intellectuals in the past regarding Africa, but nothing much has improved drastically. I want to change that paradigm to a point where the continent itself will start to produce even more African astronauts and space leaders serving with us in our nation and our nation, her NATO partners and our allies. Giving the attention of African empowerment through any form of speech delivery would not be enough for me. So I would love to put in the effort, put the effort in to make that difference. Our fellow African friends would be inspired to witness and be part of another movement, a moment of their history they would share with this world of ours. I've met African brothers and sisters for many years since childhood, built friendships with them, learned about their cultures, and attended their local ceremonies or events when I took that chance. It's not just about a topic I wanted to talk about, but rather something I want to implement in person and with the beloved people of Africa. Let us rejoice and celebrate the Hall of Fame achievements achieved by our fellow African community and do our honors and giving back to, back to them by our empowerment works in the, in the upcoming months. This is our action of hope and optimism fueled by my personal experiences. I will be committed and I hope you are as well. That's because our world future crucially depends on it. Thanks for listening. Happy August.